podcast. podcast. Do do Podcast. Two hoes. Two hoes. Four house on the hill. From Delco. Four house on the hill. Oh, yeah, that's the four house on the hill. Two hoes. Two hoes. Don't roll your skirt too short. Everybody's gonna wanna be up in that shorts. Hi. How's it going? Good. I'm sorry. How's your butt? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm sorry. Both uh, my cat and I had uh, diarrhea. So uh, that's why I'm late calling you. So what did you guys eat? Um, well, I don't know what Bub ate. Hopefully, because I'm doing a, a sewing project right now, so I'm kind of hoping he didn't get, um, ingest string. Oh. That's what I'm hoping. Um, he does have a sensitive stomach, and he has issues, and, which is great, because this means, like, if he has diarrhea, like, again, tomorrow, I'm gonna have to take him to the vet, it's and it's gonna great. cost yeah, me, yeah, like, but, 500. Yeah, x-rays, probably. Yeah, and it's gonna cost me, like, noxious. yep. So, I'm really hoping he gets over whatever his upset stomach is, but Mayan, I'm pretty sure, is from Circle's Thai food. Uh, mm. It's in uh, Northern Liberties. Don't go there. And... Uh, what's it called again, Beth? Circles. They should change their name to Diarrhea Thai Food. Yeah, it's the Diarrhea Thai Food, yeah. Uh, or like um, Circles, Circles in the Toilet, Diarrhea Food. That's what their restaurant should be called. Um, yeah, well, so I actually didn't even eat that much of my food because I found like a hair in it. And I was like, that's gross. So, I mean, but it happens, right? Like, Yeah. It, usually I tell myself it was my own hair, and that's how I get past it. Uh, actually, this you could tell, I could tell, and actually... Was it a pube? Well, so the first one wasn't. <laughs> the first one? Oh, no. So then I was like, okay, I'm just going to keep going. And then, I, and then I found another one, and you know what? That one did look like a pube. It did. What was the dish you were eating? I got a uh, curry with beef in it. It had beef, potatoes, onions, and carrots. Did it have a milky sauce? It did have a milky sauce. It did. Uh-oh. Ruh-roh. -ruh. Um, and now, like, my stomach's upset. But then, again today, though, I uh, went to I, – I had a lunch meeting – and I, uh, we went to Rye Brew, which is in my neighborhood, and I got this um, panini with, with turkey and some kind of mayo on it and onions and an avocado. Some kind of mayo, huh? Well, it was like, you know, it was like a, it was like an aioli, you know, like it, it was like uh, a spicy. Still creamy, milky sauce again. Yeah, yeah. And then so, and I probably ate like, and also let's mind you. That because of my circles food, my circles diarrhea special from the night before, diarrhea pube special, I actually uh, didn't eat dinner because I'm serious. Like, I literally took two bites of this fucking meal. And then, uh, which cost me like $50 because I was, me and Gus got food. So, but all around it was like. Gus also got diarrhea? No, I mean, well, he said his, sure? he's, well, he said Are he took. Sure? 
He said he took a really big shit this morning and it burned. Oh, it burned. And oh, it was um, about that. bigger than usual. And then he came home from work and had to poop again. But he did not. He had like muddy. It was muddy. Actually, I can hear all of a sudden. It's very quiet in my house. And I think he's he hears me talking about his bowel movements. So let's move on. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm editing this out, Gus. I'm just talking to Marine. Uh, so then the next thing that happened, uh, this, this sandwich was gross and I took like three bites of it and I was like, this sandwich is gross. And I was like telling the woman I was having lunch with, I was like, I'm having a really bad couple of food days. Have you ever, has this ever happened to you where, especially if, um, you know, you rely on other people to make food for you for a consistent amount of time. And next thing you know, you know, the world just kind of turns on you and everybody's like giving you food poisoning. No. Well, it happens to me all the time. Actually, I, for the most part, I actually do cook my meals and I eat from home. I do not like eat out that often because I I swear to God, every time I do, every time I go out to eat, I like, it's fucking gross and fucks up my stomach. Um, oh yeah, I'm, I'm so privileged that I eat from home and I cook dinner for myself and then every once in a while I get Grubhub. That makes me privileged. Super privileged. Um, so, and please, if you're listening to this podcast, don't go to Circles. Also, this is my fault because actually Circles, Gus and I used to go there all the time and... Uh, they got shut down by the health department because there was uh, feces, mouse feces. No. Like all so over the place. You went there again? You went back there? And now you're having Well, then they, they reopened and it had it's been. probably the fucking plague. Oh, please. That's how you get the plague, mouse feces, and your Thai food. Oh, God. <laughs> that specific combination. It's how the plague got started. Um, I hope, whatever. Anyway, I'm, I'm sorry about. I'm sorry. Are you still there, Maureen? Yeah, Okay. Sure. Yeah, no, I'm going all over my phone because uh, we have to... You're doing what to your phone? What's, I, I'm going all over my phone, and I don't mean like... That sounds gross. You're going all over your phone? <laughs> I mean, I was, I'm pulling up my notes. Oh, you're going all over your phone like you're trying to use your phone browser mm-hmm. and... And talk on the and phone. And use apps on your phone type of thing. Yeah. Going all over And I'm like an old lady. Let me tell you, because I've, um, be- well, actually, we can't do that. But because I've, I've had diarrhea and um, I feel like shit. I'm also really tired. I'm like exhausted, even though I s- probably slept like 10 hours last night. And then I took a nap today as well. But I'm still like just exhausted. That's what happens when you don't have kids. Well, yeah, your life is, uh, you know, one big nap. It's great. Uh, but no, uh, it's because the sun's going down so early and I think, oh, me too. I think it's like affecting me tired wise. I just want to be cozy and not do anything. But, uh, anyway, I'm really tempted to like call up to Sean Bay and be like, can we reschedule this? Because I do not feel like riding my bike after having diarrhea uh, five miles to the monkey club, but hey, that's up to you. No, I'm going. I'm going to do it because I'm a professional, 
And mm. also because uh, the other hero, thing is, hero, oh, well. Beth is a hero. Keep that in mind the whole time you're listening. Beth is a huge hero and she just had diarrhea. Yeah. And now she has to ride her bike. Yeah. And also keep in mind that it prob- I probably most definitely have poop on my underwear because I just had diarrhea and now I'm going to, my bike seat's going to be like all up in my butt, butt crack. And like yeah. I wipe really you well. You feel like you did enough back there? Well, you know, how much can you do? How much can you do? I don't have a bidet. Can. As much as you can not to get diarrhea on your underwear. Well, I'm tell- I, I think about this all. I'm pretty sure it's, I'm pretty sure I have some on there. Did you use a wet wipe, an adult wipe? No, adult I don't, wipe? I don't have those. Did you use an adult, I have adult baby wipes. Really? That's, sure. that's surprising like to bottle. me. That's surprising to me because you don't wash your hands when you pee. So that, that's why I don't need to because I got the adult baby wipes. So I just like wipe my hands and then wipe, you know, everything else. And then everything's clean. You're good to go. All right. We, we got to wrap this up. I have eight minutes before I have to ride my bike five miles to the monkey club. So in my diarrhea pants. So the thing I wanted to say officially, which we haven't gotten into. Hi, you're listening to Two Hosts from Delco with Beth Heinley and Maureen Cummings. And uh, today's podcast topic is accents. We're talking about accents with our special guest, Tashambe Herbert, okay? So, uh, but before we get into the topic, uh, for you, the listeners, it's going to be like nothing. Like, you know, like, for instance, we're going to be like, okay, bye, I'm leaving, and then it's going to be like, next thing you know, you're going to be listening. We're going to be at the Monkey Club with Tashambe, and it's going to be really exciting, and we're going to talk about accents. For me, it's not going to be like that. It's going to suck because it's cold outside, and it's dark outside, and I'm going to be on my bike, and I have to ride five miles to get to this place. So it's not going to be like that for me. This is the least interesting thing you've ever said. Uh, let's get into the apology section. So before we get into the topic of two hosts from Delco, we do, uh, an apology section and then we do a recap of the previous episode. Recaps are like things that we might've missed that we should have covered. And, uh, the, uh, apology section are things that we said that were either offensive or things that people write in to us and complain about. And if you want to write in to us and ask us to apologize for something, please go to our Twitter accounts and tweet to us. You can DM, get up in our DMs if you want, uh, if you don't want to be all public about it. But you could add us. My Twitter handle is at Beth Heinley, B-E-T-H-H-E-I-N-L-Y, all lowercase, no space. And Maureen's uh, Twitter handle is at capital M, lowercase O, Capital C, lowercase U-M, 99. MoCom 99. No space or underscores in that. That's just straight through. None. None. Straightforward, like me. Yes. And um, and you can you could tweet at us and ask us to apologize for things, which uh, we are, we've talked to, about this a lot. You could see our pictures and the icon 
of this podcast, we are two very attractive white women. And we're very attractive. And also, uh, we're thin. Thin. I'm a little thinner than I was when we started doing this podcast, actually. That's great. What have you been doing? At that point, I was like a little bit tubby. Um, Well, I... Honestly, probably not the best thing. I just eat bars during the day. Like, I'll eat, like, a special K bar for breakfast and then one for lunch. And then I just eat dinner. And I try not to eat as much at night as I used to. I I eat pretty much the same way. Like, well, I don't like breakfast. It's just, I'm just not that hungry or in the mood to eat in the morning. So I typically only have like a banana and and then a whole shit ton of coffee. And then uh, for lunch, I usually have Cheez-Its. And then uh, then I have my dinner, which is like normal. I've, uh, and I've been eating Cheez-Its for lunch since I was in high school. And I've barely um, changed my weight since then. The secret. And, uh, anyway, yeah, so we're thin, good-looking white women. We're in our late 30s, but we, honestly, we look like we're in our mid-20s. Sure. You wouldn't know it, uh, to look at us. You wouldn't know how old we are, because who wants to be that old to that, as we are? Yeah, I mean, we're like Allison in Beverly Hills 90210. Okay. Which is, Allison, it was a 38-year-old playing a teenager. And that's what we look like. Um, she was a nerd, though, Allison. Mm. She was a big nerd. Oh, I can do nerdy. Um, hmm. The nerdy look? Nah. No. When I put on those glasses at your place, I, I felt Actually, like that nerdy look. Honestly, you looked like a, a porn star who was trying to look nerdy in those glasses. That's exactly what I wanted to look like. Well, that's what you looked like, but you didn't look nerdy. I mean, when I say look nerdy, I don't mean actually look nerdy. I mean, like, a porn star nerd. Oh, okay. Well, you definitely look like a porn star nerd. Yeah, that's the desired effect of glued kind of glasses that are fake frames with no actual glasses in them that you own, you fucking cunt. Yeah, I do. I own them to look smart. And uh, it works. Well, you just look like a porn star trying to look smart, so. No, I don't. Yes, no. he does. He does. Uh, everyone go to my Instagram. My Instagram is Berthheine, B-E-R-T-H-H-E-I-N-Y. Berthheine, all lowercase, no space. And go look at all my selfies wearing the glasses, and you will see that I just look like a smart, intelligent person and not a smart porn model person. Don't comment on it, though. All right, let's get into the sorries. We have two minutes. All right, so we need to apologize for talking over each other, which happened so much the last episode. It was so fucking annoying. I could barely listen. Good. Well, I'm sorry about that, and we need to work on it. Like, I don't know. It's tough, like being I think maybe actually it's easier because you're on the phone because you happen to be more polite when you're on the phone and let me finish my thoughts but in person you don't let me finish my thoughts gotcha well you should apologize for talking over me I do that all the time 
Oh my God. The most annoying part was this, like we were all trying to make a joke that cause Tom was like, Oh, I look like Bradley Cooper from a star is born. And we were all trying to say, Oh yeah, that's really not a compliment. You look like a strung out alcoholic. That's what we're saying. And we all wanted to say it. And we all were talking at the same time. And then no one even said the joke. We, we said the joke. It was like fucking horrible. It was painful to listen to. And I'm sorry for that. Well, let's try to avoid that situation in the future. Uh, Joe Paco 69 wrote me. He said, you know, I've been telling you this um, from the beginning of your podcast. I'm really sick of this. The tongue clicking has got to stop. You click your tongue. It's me. It's me who's doing it. I click my tongue. And uh, and they're like, you really need to stop doing that. So I don't. I'm sorry. I don't understand why he's still listening. But <clears throat> I don't know either. Um. Okay. The other thing we did last time is we laughed at our own jokes way too much. Like we tell a joke and then we laugh at it, and I. From listening to other comedians on podcasts, that is like a pet peeve of mine. And this isn't me writing in to ask us to apologize for this, by the way. But uh, I don't think it's funny when um, people laugh at their own jokes. I find it really, uh, or this person who wrote in finds it really obnoxious. I don't care. I don't care what other people think about it. When I'm making a joke, it's for my own amusement and. If I think it's funny, I'm going to laugh at it. What do you do when you tell a joke for your own amusement and you realize it's not funny? What happens then? Sometimes that makes it even funnier to me. I don't really give a shit. Okay. Uh, let's see. We, uh, oh, we discussed how people find your Twitter account, Marine, because it has the word come in it. And we, yeah, totally. We assumed... Yeah, but we assumed it was only cis uh, straight males that are searching cum on Twitter. And I don't think that is fair or correct. It's biased because I think a lot of uh, female identifying persons like to, to, to search cum on Twitter as well. So You're absolutely right. Uh, so I'm sorry for, well, actually, it really, it wasn't me. It was you and Tom were doing it. It wasn't me. But so well, you're absolutely right. So you're apologizing for that? No. Uh oh. Uh, the other thing I need to. This is me. I have to apologize for this. And uh, I said that Calvin Klein Obsessions perfume was our sponsor from the last episode, and they wrote me a cease and desist. And the reason being is because they actually never paid us or asked us to advertise for them. So, and they wanted to make it absolutely clear that they are not interested in uh, supporting our podcast or, or giving us money or being advertised on our podcast to host. Why do you keep lying? Um, it's a problem, I think. I think I have a problem. I think you do too. But... I also really want advertisers, so I, you know, I just thought maybe if people were listening and they heard that Calvin Klein was an advertiser for us, we would, then it would spark interest from other advertisers for them to get on our podcast. Like, it's just not fair. 
Like we don't have any famous friends we could have on our podcast. We don't, we're not famous, you know, and it's like, we can't make that podcast. Yeah, we're not that interesting either. Why are you here, bitch? <laughs> are you laughing at yourself? Stop laughing at yourself. Stop laughing at yourself. Um, so yeah, I, I'm sorry for lying about that. Uh, I really want advertisers on our podcast. So if you're listening to this and you like our jingles and you like our, um, advertising segments of our podcast, whether they be real or fake, please get in touch with us. You can, e- you can email me bethheinley at gmail.com. And uh, that's all lowercase, no space, B-E-T-H-H-E-I-N-L-Y at gmail.com. G-M-A-I-L dot C-O-M. And uh, yeah, just get in touch with me and I'll give you some advertising rates. Um, That's good. Yeah, um, they're always good. <laughs> this next apology is for you, Maureen, and you uh, oh, were... Oh, you're apologizing to me? Thank you. No, oh, you... You're... No. Aw, that's so sweet. You're apologizing to me. No. I am saying that this person wrote in and, and specifically uh, asked that you apologize for repeat- repeatedly patronizing me during the apology and recap sections of the podcast because you're you're really uh, not nice to me about this part of the podcast and you are um, you, you don't believe in this part of the podcast you're kind of a passive participant participant in um, this part of the podcast so uh, and I think that you should apologize because it's not nice to treat your friends like that I think that you should stop trying to squash my first amendment rights to say how I feel about the situation wait how am I squashing your first amendment rights for asking you to apologize no you want me to not feel talk about my how I feel and say what I believe. I learned that from Americans. Alright, well... It's my First Amendment right to say that I don't like what I don't like. Well, I definitely... I don't want to be a fascist or come off that way. Yeah. But the apology section is mandatory and you have to apologize... (laughs) For things that you say and do to that are hurtful to other people. Including me. Especially me. <laughs> Alright then, I'm sorry. Thank you. I yes. don't want to get hurt. You know what? It, I don't want my family to get hurt either. The only thing is, Maureen, you know, the longer you don't apologize, it's only you're only hurting yourself. And your family. So, speaking of family, I need to apologize for outing my uh, one of my brothers as an alcoholic on this podcast without discussing it with him first. Even though he doesn't listen to this podcast, or that many people listen to it either, I still should feel really bad about that. And it was an accident. 
but I'm really sorry. Because apparently when people are alcoholics, not everyone, you, you can't talk about it to everyone. Yeah, it's a secret. It's a shameful secret. It's a shameful secret. That's what, that's what two folks from Delco believes about alcohol is in the shameful secret. Yeah. You should never tell anyone about or talk about your urges or needs. No, and if somebody, you know, talks about it, you should make them feel bad about weak. it. Weak. Weak. Very weak. Uh, Maureen, I was trying to explain that I don't like having cis white males on the show, and you defended them. You said that you like cis white males. Yeah, I do. You're, you're an idiot. What's wrong with you? Uh, what's wrong with me? Uh, what's wrong with you? white man can't can't help how they were born any more than you can be and then you can help they suck marine they suck they're the reason everything is bad and wrong and they're privileged little pieces of shit and they don't know how to apologize and they don't even know how privileged and how fucking good they have it i have to constantly explain things to them and that's why i don't like having them on my fucking show Well, I mean, we just need to keep it to a minimum, you know, and also don't give me shit for it, Maureen, and don't ever defend them in front of me. Fucking weirdo. Why? Why do I have to like cis white males? I don't Um, like them. Because for the same reason that, like, you can't just pick out any random group of people. Uh, random? The color of their skin. Uh, it's not random. It's specific. It's specific. There's nothing random about it. Well, that's your problem. We live in a country that is dominated by the philosophies and beliefs of white supremacy. So all cis males have to fucking go. They all have to go. Wow, you're really fucked up. All right, well, fine. I guess I have uh, I have a confession to make because my boyfriend's actually a cis white male. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to have him on the show. You don't have to have him on the show. I bet Maureen's going to have her cis white male boyfriend on the show. I'll tell you that. No, he's not going to be on the show. Oh, really? I thought you love no. cis white males and you want more cis white males on the show. Sure, they're fine. I just wouldn't not have someone on because they're just white now. Sure, Beth, fine. Oh, my goodness. You should have heard the way, the attitude, and the way you just said that. I should have? Yeah. Okay. Sure, Beth, fine. That was so cold. That was like a Capricorn fucking shit right there. That was a cold Capricorn thing, what you just said. You're like a path. I'm a Leo. Anyway, uh, recaps. Let's get into the recap section. Uh, this is getting really, uh, really serious here. Oh, I wanted to add a new section to the podcast. We're going to have a new segment. And it's going to be called be? Racist Confessions. you got to say it like that every time. Racist Confessions. <laughs> 
it'll be a section of the podcast where we talk about within um, that week something uh, either racist we did that week or something racist from our past, whatever. Because, you know, I'm not I'm not sure I can be racist, like, every week, you know, consistently. And I'm sure, being a cis white female, that you have a racist encounter almost every day. Yeah, you're right. I do. Yeah. So, um, we're going to openly talk about and uh, have our racist confessions on the show. And I thought uh, to get us started, I thought, Maureen, I thought you should get us started. I think I have a very weird request to spring on someone. What? What are you talking about? I think it's a weird request to spring on someone. Why is it weird? Tell, tell a true racist story from your past. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you said it yourself. Hold on a second. No, I already did one, you fucking cunt, and this is my what? idea, so you go. This was your idea? How is this uh, your idea? Blackface thing. I did a racist confession. Um, okay, so... Thing. My ignorance of the fact that I could hurt people's feelings because yeah, I'm okay. joking. Everybody... Blackface imagery, just like, what was that, Versace or something that took back that purse and all that shit because of blackface thing? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, I'll have to, I'll have to flat it to you. Yeah, well, way to pay, pass the racist blame as soon as uh, you make your confession. That's not how racist confessions works. Oh, no, no, no. We're not just following your rules. My okay. arbitrary rules stand as well, so it's your turn. Okay, fine. Uh, I but was at... I, it suggests to me that you have something on your mind bringing this up, so go for it. I just thought uh, we we actually talk about uh, racism so much on the show that I figured we should uh, start a segment. And then I think also my other belief system behind this is because uh, white people feel really guilty about their racism and yeah. and they don't talk about it and they closet it and then also they yeah. go they go on Facebook and Twitter and pretend like they're like this social justice warrior like they're really perfect and stuff but meanwhile because I'm a white person I know that they're being racist at least once a week and I think they're full of shit and I think the yeah. best way to really uh uh you know get over racism is to confront it head on and to yeah. Note, note how society and, and you included are, you know, racist. Actually, and I thought of, I thought of, just thought of one right now, you fucking coward. Wait, I didn't say one. All right, go ahead, go. I thought of another one. Go ahead, go. You're a coward and a piece of shit for not saying one yet, Beth, for not saying your, your institutional racism experiences. So, I, um... <laughs> I actually was thinking this week about... Racist conversions. thinking this week about race. And mm -hmm. I was thinking about my upbringing and how um, we had this one black kid in our school. Mm -hmm. We only had one black kid in our school. And like that, and it was just like, oh yeah, like we were just like, that's interesting. Like, he's different. So we would like ask him stuff. And I don't remember like what. But I just remember, yeah, it was, like, pretty much, like, nobody pretended it wasn't happening, like, to him either. Oh, my God, that poor kid. 
So everyone was yeah, like, like, we were just like, oh, hey, it was, but he was cool. He was like popular though. But like, so right. You would say that racism it, really worked out like for him. Novel, it was like a novelty for us. Wow. That's like pretty sick stuff, right? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, we had no, we just didn't have any black people in our neighborhood. Super homogenous. Do you white, remember some of the Catholic. questions? I mean, a Jewish kid, it would have been the same way if it was like a Jewish kid or an Asian kid. I, I mean, don't, I don't think so. Kind of kid. No. What were some of the things you asked him? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't remember. Like, I just remember that being like the prevailing attitude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, treating it as. Well, Maureen, I just want to say that I really appreciate you sharing that with me. And I think it's so brave of you to share. So brave of you to share a racist confession from when you were 12 years old. I was probably younger than that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so mine was I was at uh, a restaurant uh, uh, like a month ago, and uh, the my server was Asian, and um, I, which, you know, honestly, I really don't care, okay? <laughs> anyway, so like... <laughs> You're fucked up. <laughs> but like, then I was, I got up to go to the bathroom, and I was at the table with everyone. And then I came back to the table and my mom handed me the check. And she said, oh, can you give this to our waitress? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I turned around and I saw uh, another Asian woman. Oh, no. But I I thought it was her. And, and nothing, I thought it was our waitress. So they, and... Uh, they looked the same to me. I couldn't tell them apart. And the oh, thing is, yeah. I know. And the thing is, thank God I didn't say like their name or anything or anything like that. Like nobody noticed, but I knew what I did. But nobody noticed. But you know what you did. Yeah, because then when our waitress came back with the check, I noticed that uh, her T-shirt was different, and I was like, oh my god! I totally just like passed our check off You're to the bartender. Sure she didn't just change her shirt. No, no, she didn't change her shirt because then I turned around too and I, I saw the bartender as well. And I was like, oh my God, that is so crazy that I totally thought crazy they... Crazy that? Crazy? Oh. Crazy, really? Oh, I'm really? sorry. Really? I mean out of this really? world. Well, you know what? It is crazy to be racist. It is. Uh, again, Beth, you're... Oh, fuck. You're, I'm really digging myself uh, into a deep hole here. You dumb Anyway, I'm really sorry, and I actually happen to do this with Asian people a lot. Um, yeah, I, you definitely have thing with Asians, but I uh, <laughs> uh, they all look the same to me. I I mean, I'm sorry. No, that is not true. They are not not all Asian people look the same. But like, I guess I you know my waitress. I'm not really looking at my waitress. I'm not really like that. I don't like to socialize or talk to people or look them in the eye or anything like that. So yeah, it, it was um it was messed up. You do like a broad you do like a broad generalization like oh yeah. the blonde waitress. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Same thing. But the blue shirt guy. Uh, like, yeah, whatever. It was embarrassing and fucked up. And and I also. I'm ashamed of myself for it, and I just wanted to confess about it and um, be absolved of my racist sin. Well, what should your penance be? Uh, what should my penance be? What, what should your penance be? 
I don't know. I mean, honestly, I think it would have to be someone from the Asian community. And to tell you the truth, I have no idea uh, which Asian community this this waitress was from. And I mean, I would say, like, the likelihood of an Asian person happening upon this podcast is, like, super slim. Uh-huh. Like, why would they be seeking out this? Um, but... You know, There's so a lot you, of Asian people like, in Delco, I feel like you still haven't even actually confessed. I did. I, you know what I mean? No, because I don't feel like an Asian person is definitely going to hear this. So you have to confess to an Asian person and then get your penance to absorb your spins. From hello, uh, 69th Street, like Upper Darby has a huge... Yeah. I know. Well, I was just, it just, you just reminded me that I said there's a pocket of Asians in that area previously on one of our podcasts, and I was like, oh, that sounds really fucked up. But yeah, there is a pocket of Asians around there. Vietnamese, I think, in particular. All right. Well, okay. So I will go to, I should go to the restaurant and apologize to the woman herself i don't know that it has to be that specific i feel like you could find like a racist friendly asian person like someone who would be friendly to you racism and all oh i think this waitress would be she seemed really friendly on behalf of all asian people and then that you know friendly asian can give you the proper penance to absolve you for all Asian, all of your racism toward Asian. So you're saying I should uh, confess to an Asian friend of mine? Yeah. Okay. I do think so. I do think so. Unless you can just get them to listen to this podcast, which would save you some time. No, we'll, uh, I'll be sure to invite an Asian a friend of mine to be a guest on our show. Good. Get, get a token Asian, Beth. That's a great idea. Well, not token. Oh, God. <laughs> friend i have lots of asian friends okay like get one of them to be our token asian oh my god maureen you're gonna have to apologize for this maybe this racist confessions maybe this is just too dark maybe we should not be doing this i mean this is gonna take us to some real fucked up places that i don't know if we really want to be going to but i mean uh, how much worse of things could i do really or say than mm-hmm. I've already said mm-hmm. in my life. Yeah. I think the combinations of words that come out of my mouth can't get much worse. All right, look, it's 621, and I have to get to the Monkey Club in uh, nine minutes, which is impossible. I have to text Asambe and say I'm going to be late, which is not cool. And um, and then we're going to get into the recaps. And actually, Maureen, I'm going to need your help on the recaps because I actually didn't write down any. Uh, oh my god, well, I wish you told me that, because I listened to it, like, when you posted it, and I haven't listened to it since then. Okay, well, why don't you listen to it real quick and come up with some recaps, and I'm gonna head over to the Monkey Club, okay? The whole time are you calling me back? Uh, it takes me, like, uh, 20 minutes to a half hour to ride there, so it'll be, like, 7 o'clock. Alright. Okay. I'll, I'll talk Bye. to you at the Monkey Club. Bye. Ride safe. Yeah, thank you, I will ride safe. <laughs> but I know you already. Yeah, Tashambe actually listens to our podcast. Oh, nice. Well, Hi, I'm. Tashambe. Yeah. Um, What's terrifying to me? Oh, she no. Think about me. Uh oh. Uh, so, 
yeah, uh, I just rode my bike over here, and it was, I mean, it was okay, but I started to get, like, I was, like, really sweaty towards the end, um, and on my way over here, too, this woman rolled down her window and told me to be careful. Well, that was nice of her, but also mind her own business. Exactly. I was like, yeah, thank you. But at the same time, like, that's like saying, like, you know, have a good flight right before someone, you know, takes a plane ride somewhere. You right. Know? Yeah. But it's almost True. like you're hoping I die or something. Maybe she should have been like, break a leg. Would that have made you feel better? It's like scream. I'll no. be right back. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, anything, just actually don't talk to bicyclists while they're, you know, while they're riding their bikes in the street. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. <clears throat> so, um, anyway, so I'm here finally with our special guest, Tashambe Herbert, Herbert, Herbert. My God. Did I say your last name right? Yeah. Okay, great. Um, and, you know, uh, I should say, so Tashambe is a cis street male, uh, but he is black. So because of that, it's it's okay that he's on the podcast. Okay. Because we were talking. I don't like having cis white males on the show. Okay. It's like a issue uh, that I have. Hey, well, yeah. Oh my God! I thought I thought that guy was saying it was saying over there. And guess what? He's white. He's white. But it wasn't him. He wasn't talking to me. Anyway. Most men are white. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You were. I thought you were saying like thanks. Thanks, bitch. Oh no, one of my balls. Oh, okay, cool. All it's right. okay. Most men in America are white. <laughs> yeah. Most <laughs> most men in America are white. It's a problem. And uh, I like to talk about it. And uh, we're going to talk, about, though, about things that, you know, really aren't upsetting on the show. Although I'm sure we'll take it there. Accents. We're talking about accents. Oh, yeah. What could go wrong <laughs> talking about accents when it comes to race <laughs> and yep. racial stereotypes? Yeah. Uh, so let's just like get started here with accents. Uh, Tashamba, you picked this out. So what was it about this to- topic that really called out to you? And you were like, I, I want to talk about this. Well, I listened to two hosts from Delco. Um, I listened to them all. And uh-huh. I'm thinking, what are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is, I mean, it's the elephant in the room. Let's talk about the okay. Delco accent. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, I I also, you know, I'm a person who um, has studied speech and, you know, I have a BFA in acting. So, you know, I I don't know. I figure like maybe that's something I can probably have some sort of, I don't know, insight about. I don't know. Well, who do you think? What? Go ahead, Maureen. Do you find the Delaware County people to be lazy talkers? I wouldn't say it's lazy. Um, If anything, I'm thinking, uh, it's the opposite of lazy. It's kind of like, you know, you, you kind of go, you know, in, in different places that most accents don't, where, like, you got to, like, open your mouth wider. Yeah. You say certain things that <laughs> most people would just flatter. mumble through. What, what are the things? <laughs> yeah. Well, it is interesting. I feel like the uh, Delco accent is delineated from South Philadelphia. Yeah. And if you, because, I mean, I think we talked about this before, all of our parents um, that uh, live in Delaware County is a result of what is called the white flight, where everyone who lived in West Philly and Southwest Philly moved to the suburbs. 
and uh, and it was uh, racist. It was based in racism, but in any case, so the accents kind of um, developed uh, through that. But I don't know. I guess since they separated themselves from their Southwest Philly, West Philadelphia origins, like the accent kind of delineated from there. But I'm not yeah. sure. Like, yeah, I would say it's like a South Philadelphian accent, but it's uh, trashier. Is that? <laughs> yeah. Does that make and sense? And also, there's different parts of Delco with different types of the Delco. Like, there's subsets of the Delco accent. Like, like, uh, like people in Drexel Hill. Well, I don't know. Drexel okay. Hill people don't really have an accent, do they? Do they have the Delco accent? Yeah, but I, the thing is, it's not as bad as like deeper Delco, like speaking, or like um, even getting to like Derby. You know, that's a there's there's like deeper parts of Delaware County. What do you mean by deeper? I mean less influenced by the outside world. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about sea level. <laughs> um, well, I would also say it's it is slower than a South Philadelphian accent. So honestly, okay. if you just yeah. apply and make it make it a little bit slower, um, like we do, nobody says hoagie like a Delco person now. Like hoagie is definitely, a hoagie like is like, that's our, that's our word. The other thing that um, this is specific to the Delco accent that I do is when you, something is yours, you say it's Mayan. Like, oh, yeah, that, yeah. I, yeah, yeah that's that. a Delco thing. What's when up? I was a child, my yeah. mom yelled at me every time I would say it like that until I stopped saying it like that. My mom hates it. Mayan. Yeah, she so how do you say Mayan now? She I, hates it. I say mine. I say mine. It's Mayan. I say mine. I don't say Mayan. Um, but yeah. most of the people from Delco that I know would say Mayan. You know uh, that uh, the Silver Line, Linings Playbook movie? Have mm-hmm. you seen that? Yeah. Okay, so Bradley Cooper does a really great Delco accent. Yeah, that's what I was... Yeah, I just recently watched him um, on this uh, interview for, um, I don't know, it was like one of the morning shows in the yeah. Philadelphia movies. Uh-huh. And yeah, he's, you know, he did his, like, you know, his accent from the region. Yeah. And then I realized I couldn't turn it off. Oh. Yeah, like local, for the rest of the interview, boy. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, like... It, if you're also if I'm like hanging out like with Marine or like my mom a lot or something like that, my accent will automatically get thicker in conversation. Oh no, I've noticed that from the show. Oh, yeah, because from, yeah, talking listen, to you in person and then I listen to the show and I'm like, oh wow, I didn't because Marine and I take it that strong. Yeah, yeah. like I, once I'm hanging out with Marine and we're all being Delco and then next thing you know, like yeah, your accent just comes out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I lived in Cincinnati, Ohio, which is like, they say I'm like, sorry. yeah, <laughs> no, I loved it. It was great. Um, I would say, yeah, that was great. I promise. Uh, yeah. I mean, totally. You should move there if you don't want to be near anything cool. <laughs> um, but no, in Cincinnati, Ohio, they say in, in Hollywood movies, the accent in movies is actually Midwestern because Midwestern mm-hmm. people don't really, they don't have an accent. It's like American. You would say. Bringing us back to Bradley Cooper. Yeah, okay. And the star is born. He's supposed to be from Arizona, but he just just sounds Midwestern. Yeah. Although, I, what do Arizona people sound like? Are they kind of hickish? 
I don't know. They don't let him off the street. Is, see, did I just do something that was inappropriate? I just said Probably. That, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, that's totally offensive. Um, yeah, weird. Yeah. Uh, are people in Arizona just generally just poor and sad alcoholics Not in with gambling problems? Oh, okay. <laughs> Not in Scottsdale. Yeah. Everybody else just saying right. people. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, okay. But yeah, when I moved there, though, I lost my accent because... Uh, first off, people pointed out my accent all the time. It was like... And, and people can't understand you. Yeah, they can't understand you. Like, I actually... My cousin Chris, we were at a restaurant in Cincinnati, and he was like, can I get a glass of water? And the waitress said, we don't have that. And, and we were like... And I was just like, he said water. He means water. Water? What brewery is that? <laughs> water? Um... If I were a waitress too, I would so do that. If I didn't understand what somebody said, that's okay. immediately what I would do. My, I would my, be like, we don't have that. One of my <laughs> teachers from uh, high school had the story where, you know, he's an actor and he goes to England and he's trying, like, trying his best to have like the best proper, you know, speech. English. I, so yeah. he goes to a restaurant and he's asked for a glass of water. He's yeah. being like very proper and crisp. I want a glass of water. Yeah. And nobody, his waiter didn't understand what was going on. Then the waiter goes and gets somebody else, this woman, who's also a server, and um, it becomes this big deal. It's like, oh, I just want a glass of water. And then he says, when the waitress comes over, she says in this cocky accent, oh, water? You want a glass of water? So it's like, oh, man, you try to be proper, but no one has, like, a perfect, distinct, you know, accent. Do you right. do accents? yourself like because you went kind of i'm like, out of practice but yeah but like as an actor like do you have that on your resume accents that you yeah. do yeah. yeah okay so what are they right. um the worst thing about having these accents is i you know went to school to learn these stupid accents because did you they, take an accent class yeah yeah, yeah. Wow, I, you know cool. like so yeah they teach me how to speak cocky english or to do irish and i'm like that's never gonna happen. I'm yeah. African American male. <laughs> I have no use for that. Well, I mean, <laughs> there are Black Irish people, Tishanda. Oh, no, oh, Black Irish just means people, black guys white men like with coal in their face. <laughs> oh That's my God. Uh, we're gonna have to apologize for that in the apology section in the next episode. But what about, what about oh wait, like, do you have the trigger thing? Oh, we didn't do the trigger warning. Uh, uh, trigger warning. You're listening to us from Delco. And I actually, I haven't been doing gunshots since the last mass oh, okay. shooting. Um, the, all the other mass shootings didn't bother me. But then that last I one, the, I was like, the we're going to take a break. The is a trigger. I yeah, see. we're going to take a break on shooting guns off uh, on the show. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we're just going to call it a day on that. But uh, trigger warning, you're listening to two hosts from Delco. And Shambe just just uh, told a racist um, <laughs> Irish joke. And... Um, you know, my dad's in the IRA. Did you know that? I did not know that. That's, I'm lying. He's not. Yeah. And uh, that's, you know, I just wanted to bring Is his name up. Liam? No. Okay, <laughs> I laugh because that's such an Irish name. Yeah. Oh, like... my God. Yeah. Yeah, his name's Declan. Declan. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Potatoes. Um, okay, so... Um, uh, can you do, can I hear your Irish accent though? Can you do one now? Oh man, I gotta like get into it. Okay. Well, you know how I get into an Irish accent? 
You want to hear my trick? Uh, okay. Yeah. Try it. Okay. So you just go, hurry, furry, hurry, furry, hurry, furry, trip in the morning to ya. Trip in the morning to ya. Well, what I do okay. is I right, have to find a one trigger word, and my oh, trigger yours? word is um, moisture. I have to say moisture. Oh, that was... Yeah, and then that gets me right into the accent again. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Too bad that she's on a podcast, because, you know, a black man's talking like this. Pretty <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's I get the, the pleasure of it, so and that's yeah. all that matters, really. Because let's face it, we're the only ones listening. Um, so, uh, that was really impressive. Um, Maureen, can you do an Irish accent? Let's hear yours. I do an Irish accent. Oh, 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 top of the morning to you. Oh, pot the gold. Oh, there you go. Oh, right. You sounded like, uh, you sound like an Islamic extremist, actually. <laughs> you uh, definitely believe in the prophecy and will martyr yourself at any moment, given time. I'm not sure which group you're offended with that accent, but yeah, it's, it's something. Um, okay, well let's just uh, let's just ignore that that happened. And um, well, okay, so well you don't have an accent at all. Where are you from? I'm from Baltimore, Maryland, and that Baltimore, Maryland. is very okay. similar to the Delco accent, South Baltimore, like white South Baltimore yeah. is very similar. Um, similarity they is sound the, like Delco people. Kind of. The O is the sound, the O sound. Yeah, you yeah. Know, like, Hoogie, get yeah. down the ocean. Oh my God, you sound like Tina Fey doing a Delco accent. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so if anything, Tina Fey's like somewhere in between Maryland and <laughs> she's a Rhode Island accent or something. I don't know. Well, no, she, she she's from Upper Darby. Thing. Oh, she is. Yeah, but she's been too yeah, far removed. From my neighborhood. Okay. Also, full uh, disclosure, I don't removed. like I don't like Tina Fey, and I think she's a bitch. I I okay. like her. I think she's. Funny. I do not like. I don't like her. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Mean Girls is kind of cool though. Uh oh no, I do not think that movie is funny. Oh, no. I, I never thought it was funny. I tried to watch it and it didn't make me laugh, so I stopped watching. You know when that girl gets hit by the bus? Uh, yeah, you know what? That was a good part. That <laughs> okay, was good. Okay, that's really what I'm I mean, I love seeing white girls get hit by a bus. <laughs> I mean, I can't even. <laughs> yeah, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, first Final Destination movie, white girl gets hit by a bus. Yeah, uh, that's true. It's, awesome. it's the way, you know, it's what white women were made for, really, if you think about it. <laughs> That's why that woman told you to be careful. <laughs> yeah, she was like, I've seen a bunch of white girls get hit by buses, okay? So be careful. I've seen mean girls. You're going to get fucked up. Um, it, it was an older black woman who told me to be careful, too. Mm. So she was looking out. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we established. I don't like Tina Fey. Also, by the way, we didn't really talk about this, but we're here at the Monkey Club tonight with Deshambe because Deshambe hosts an open mic at the Monkey Club every third Monday. Every third Monday here. And uh, the Monkey Club is in beautiful Port Fishington, part of Philadelphia. And uh, you also host a, a lot of different, you do like a gong show at another bar. Yeah, a gong show, game show, and um, that's in South Philadelphia at Lucky oh. 13 Pub. Okay. It's every fourth Monday, so you know, next Monday I'll be doing that. And that, so it's just those two? Yeah, just I those two. Oh, okay. No, that's a lot in a month. Yeah, it is. Uh, so, but that's how you like use your acting degree. Yes, <laughs> that, that's how I'm using it now. Yeah. 
Um, and I've uh, performed, I've done performance for open mic here, and I'm doing some stand-up tonight, too. So uh, we're not recording this podcast live, uh, so it's kind of, you know... Um, uh, you should come out tonight. Come out tonight when and see. Yeah. Come out when tonight and see the, the show. When is this happening? What's that, Maureen? When is the next time this will be happening? Oh, Maureen, you're so not a good listener. Yeah, Are you? it's every third Monday. Um, I'm saying, what specifically is the date of the next one? So since she can't this do is that. not a live podcast, oh. plug the next one. Okay. Well, today is December seventeenth, so the next this. Monday is. We have the technology. The seventh, January seventh. I love trying to make people so figure out dates. That might be Monday it. Might be January tenth. January twenty-first. Oh, oh, okay. Into the month. Oh man, I yeah. was counting oh, Monday. The third I'm sorry. Thursday of the yeah. yeah so okay. January twenty-first, we're going to be doing the show. It's on Martin Luther King's birthday. So oh shit! Recharge you, and everyone's going to be rested because. They didn't go to work. I would say, yeah, that's one thing that the Monkey Club Open Mic Night uh, is really missing is the racially charged humor. Yeah, I mean, I put it in there every once in a while. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I think it's because it's a lot of times a lot of white dudes. Yeah. And, you know, you know, good for them, like, because they can't really be making, you know, racist jokes. They they sneak them in there, though. Yeah, but they, I mean, they try to, like, flip it, like, they're woke or something like that, and it's just ridiculous. Like, we know that you're an asshole because you're a cis white male, so. Just give it up. No comment. I think so many of them do stand-up comedy because of their low self-esteem because they suck so bad. No comment. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, like, really projecting. I'm projecting here, okay? I'm projecting uh, my own insecurities, uh... Uh, about being a cis white person, okay, and that, and I'm projecting, and I want to apologize for that um, to the computer. I'm pointing to the computer to my voice recording. Um, back to accents. Yeah, uh, cis, cis white male accents. I mean, <laughs> from Del- well, I mean, they, from Delco, like you know. Uh, I also wanted to talk too because I didn't mention this in the last one, but we had when we had April on because April's from West Philly. Oh yeah. And I really like uh, our like I feel like when you hear April and I talking together, you can really tell the difference. Yeah. In that because like it's Philadelphian. I mean the Delco accent is essentially Philadelphian accent, yes. but it's got another certain Little Pennsylvania twang yeah. to it or something. Yeah. And, um, and, but like, it's great when you hear it. It's the white trash influence. Yeah. It's the white (laughs) trash influence. Um, one thing that people like really don't really, uh, make a difference, uh, differentiation between is, uh, people like say, Oh, Philadelphia. Well, this is the Philadelphia accent, but people don't take into consideration that there is a black Philadelphia accent and then he has a white Philadelphia accent. So like, you know, it's like. Things are different. No one really. Yeah, about and that. if you're talking about the Delco accent, you're pro- you're talking about white people. We're talking about white. People. Yeah, like and um, yeah. So, do you think April has a black West Philadelphian accent? No, I think that I mean, like when yeah, I listened to her on, on that episode, it was yeah. like, no, not really. I couldn't yeah. really tell if she what ethnicity she was, or like maybe a few words, and of course from. 
the subject matter, but like, <laughs> yeah, we but like, we make we make our black guests talk about being black as often as possible. <laughs> but yeah, really like, I, I couldn't really tell. What did you say, Maureen? I said it's really important to us to look good. Oh, okay. Well, obviously, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, especially uh, you, Maureen, because you're not as pretty as I am. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> On the inside. Know, On the inside. I, I got the better lips. But I was um. Yeah. Talking, I, I always end up talking to people, but people always talk about the Baltimore accent. And people are like, oh yeah, are you from Balmer? And I'm like, yeah, oh, but like a real that's... small percentage of Baltimore says Balmer. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, Baltimore's predominantly black, so yeah. most, people, most people are just saying Baltimore. Oh, okay. Yeah, that Baltimore. sounded really, that sounded black. Yeah. Yeah, that's black That's Baltimore. So can you do a black Baltimore accent then? Like fully um, like do a sentence? What's your If my mother was standing here, I would have to. I, I don't oh, know if really? I could, yeah, my yeah, my cousins. That's my how mother. it is. Yeah. You you're hanging out and yeah. it comes out. Like if I was saying like uh I don't know, like toilet, uh-huh. I would have to say toilet. Toilet. Or toilet. my mother wouldn't know what the fuck I was saying. Really? Yeah, it's weird. Wow, okay, it's that weird. is weird. Yeah. Like what was it? Um like white people in South Baltimore say um, bathroom, yeah. but a black person would just say bathroom. Yeah. So I'm, if anything, that's lazy. Bathroom. That's uh, that's a lazy accent. You're like you don't really have to do much with that. Right. Yeah. No, that happens a lot with the Delco accent. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but uh, as- no, I don't know. Is that a Delco thing? Nah. Nuh-uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a dumb thing. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you're looking for a good, <laughs> a, a good black uh, Philadelphian accent, might be like listening to like Meek Mill or something like that. Okay, I don't well, listen to Meek Mill. Well, he's from Strawberry Mansion. It sounds pretty violent, whatever. Yeah, he is. What player not a car? I like, mean, what? I heard he was in prison, um, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, uh, I think it sounds like, I guess that would be like a North Philly black accent if you were to listen to Meek Mill. My girlfriend. Which I can't do. I can't do his accent. So I'm, I'm just putting that out there because I don't have an example myself. Someone told me that Meek Mill, someone said that Meek Mill sounds like he's, uh, when he's rapping, it sounds like he's stepping on a bunch of Legos and bare feet. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh... Well, I'll internalize that and see if we could do a sentence like that. Um, I'm stepping on a Lego! <laughs> like that? Oh, I ow, think, ow, ow! Yeah, yeah, there we go. There you go. <laughs> I think that we got to lay a track over top of that. Oh, do the motherfucking yeah. dinosaur! <laughs> dinosaur Lego! Ow! Like that? Primary colors! Stepping on them! Uh, like I'm actually I don't listen to Meek Mill either so I'm really excited to uh, compare this track to it Um, let's see let's make Maureen do another accent Uh, Maureen Maureen can you do Donald Trump's accent Oh, you re, you like I, to like tweet at him all the time on Twitter, so I thought. Yeah, I do. I mostly just tell him that he needs to get a proofreader because this is embarrassing. Like he'll it, he just it, what he does is he like ends everything with like bad news. Like he'll like make like try to make like some kind of point and be like point and be like da 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 nonsense nonsense witch hunt like. <laughs> 
Blah, 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 blah. Very sad. Like, that's just, that's how he talks. Sad. It's sad. He's just, a, he's an embarrassment and a mess. Maureen, can you do a Christopher Walken accent? Um, trying to think. Trying to think of his accent. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm that's not a good accent That's from New York. That's the thing. That's a New York, yeah. It's a New York accent. accent. Uh, I actually my New York only accent. accent story. What? Okay, go. Uh, my only accent story is that one of my first bosses told me that my accent was too thick and that I had to lose my accent. Oh, yikes! Oh, no. You got asked yeah. to lose your accent at your job. Yeah. What That's, was his job? Yeah, was it that fair. important? I think it was wrong, and I didn't realize it was like wrong. That is wrong. So I worked on it. Yeah. That's like a, you know, something from like a Dickens novel. <laughs> yeah, like screws what coming in. What's this job? You were working for. Cockney accent. What's this Cockney accent? What are you, a chimney sweep? Get out of here, kid. I don't even know what I'm doing. You don't belong here at Pygmalion Industries. Uh, and okay, okay, that's good. Uh, let's talk about New York accents then, since I brought Christopher Walken into it. Yeah, I think they sound like snobby pieces of shit and I hate New Yorkers. Okay. I can, I can see that. Fuck okay. you, New York. Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen that stereotype as well. Fuck you. One crazy thing about New York, every time I go there, yeah. I never run into New Yorkers. They're from everywhere else in the world. So I, I, yeah. I hear Italian, Spanish. My thing know, I said, friends. like, the only uh, people that live in New York are from Ohio. <laughs> that's literally oh, everyone from the Midwest. Sad. It is. That's because it's their their dream, right? I'm gonna move to New York City. I'm gonna do New yeah. York City, and then uh, that's like you know, pretty much no one's really from there. It's gonna be a sad time when like Manhattan turns into Dayton. And the people that are from there are they're from wealthy families and shit. And if you're wealthy, you just don't you don't have you end up sounding like Donald Donald Trump. Yeah. You don't have an accent. It's like. You should sound like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's my Donald Trump. Oh, nice. Okay. That's a good okay. Um, that is fake news. Okay. See? Wasn't that good? Yeah. Thank you. It's always disturbing when I hear a New Yorker Melania. speaking in New York accent. Melania. That was good. Do that again, bro. No. No. Melania, no. You said you're a home, Melania, no. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, we're laughing at our own jokes too much. I said that we're not supposed to do that. We're not supposed to do that. Wait, that's, that's what podcasts are, right? Well, I mean, we the last podcast we laughed at our own jokes just a little too much, and I was like, mm. you know, uh, we really need to tone it down a notch, you know. You know, uh, take take some, you know, let's leave it to the audience. Let's, let's leave yeah, it to yeah. the audience, okay? Ooh, but it's okay if you laugh at my jokes. Oh, yeah, we can laugh at your okay. jokes. Yeah, that's fine. You're our guest, and um, we need to laugh at your jokes. This is too bad I'm saving all my jokes for the show right now. Oh, oh yeah. So, wait, uh, do you, like, you have a bunch of jokes written, you're ready to go, and then yeah, how like do you it. memorize them? Um, I write it all out. I have to. You write it all out, and then you just read it over and over again? Um, well, yeah, I'm a visual uh, learner, yeah. so if I see it written, that's the way I memorize it. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Wow. So, uh... And, oh, and I have to actually physically write it out. I can't type it. 
So you don't do audiobooks? I do audiobooks. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, but you... I never had to memorize audiobooks. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't remember them that well because you're listening and not reading it physically. Yeah. Okay. Or writing it physically. You have to like physically write it down with a pencil or pen. Yeah, I have to. Yeah. And yeah. I, I'm like, maybe it's like a thing where I have to do it with my own handwriting. Like, I yeah. memorize my own handwriting. Yeah, I have to do that too. Yeah. When I like have ideas for stuff, like I'll remember it more if I write it down versus when if I type it into my notes or something like that. Um, I'm actually listening to an audiobook now. I'm still listening to it. We talked about the last uh, episode. It's a very long book. Uh, the Executioner Song by Norman Mailer. And there's a lot of accents in there uh, because it takes place in, um, in uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. So it's really mostly like hish, hickish kind of accents. Okay. Uh, it gets really offensive because there is a Mexican jailer in the in it and then the guy does this like really offensive mexican yeah. accent but like <laughs> what's that written out written out in the book yeah it's written out in yeah. the book so the guy oh, like dreams body style <laughs> like it's phonetically written yeah so the guy's <laughs> just responding to like you know what how it's written out i guess i mean here's the thing i guess i'm audiobooking it I'm, oh, i haven't yeah, really read know. this yeah. oh, so he's reading aloud the written down Author has written down interpretation of how these accents sound. Yes. That's the interesting. Okay. Yes. And the thing is, though, but I don't know, like, for instance, James Joyce, when he writes in an Irish accent, he writes it out. So, like, that's why no one can understand him. And, yeah. but, like, so I don't know if Norman Mailer actually wrote out the way that this Mexican jailer sounds, like, in consonants or whatever. Know. Is that racist? You know, I think it might be. It's definitely. Right really uncomfortable but i also think the point is for it to actually be racist because well it's from the perspective of gary gilmore who's like a convict who convict murderer who's like not the best person in the world and it's through his perspective so okay i see it probably is meant to be racist okay but it's really uncomfortable because it's definitely a white dude doing the accent on the audiobook yeah. That's kind of scary. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's like, uh, and I can't, I can't really do it. Like, he, man. Oh, wait, wait. I can't do it. I really can't do it. Oh, man. You can edit this with, like, excerpts. I don't edit, ever. <laughs> I mean, no, it's no, like, it yeah, it's hard enough to get guests on the show as, okay. as work. Like, I can say whatever I want right now. You're not going to take it out. No. Go okay. ahead, go. Support black businesses, smoke crack. I don't know what to say. But that's bad. Are you that's saying bad. that black businesses are crack by that? Crack dominated? Well, you know, it's. it's um, well, the FBI started it, so support. Yeah, that's actually. Oh, the FBI started it. Yeah, so. What? Huh? I, this, is another, I, this is another show. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I mean, I, I support black businesses in my neighborhood, uh, all the time. I go to them and I spend money, so. How do you know they're specific, you specifically go find out which businesses are owned by black people and you go to them more? Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard in my neighborhood because I live in a predominantly black neighborhood, so it's, wherever I go shop, it's black owned. So you can't, okay, but yeah, good, good for you. Well, I do. I feel really great about it. Good. 
Do people in your neighborhood call it Brewery Town? Uh, actually, yeah, they do. They do. Yeah, I mean, actually, the one place I go to, I Munch, has a Brewery Town omelet. Oh, nice. With goat cheese and spinach. No beer in it. No beer in it. Well, Brewery Town's been Brewery Town since the beginning of time. Oh, okay. Yeah, it really has been that neighborhood called that because they're actually, it used to be predominantly breweries. Okay. And everyone who lived there worked at the breweries. It's the brewery town of Adam, of Abraham, Isaac, and yeah. on. Yeah. Yes. And um, so it's, it's always been brewery town. And uh, everyone calls it that. Um, but there are... Uh, people who are white who own businesses there and uh i actually do shop there too confession i actually go i go to those places too i mean honestly it's just about convenience for me you don't, you don't just go to sam's club and then bring it back home no no anyway um i haven't noticed a brewery town accent though i mean might be black philadelphia i was just imagining it's just like you know slurred because it's brewery town uh, sometimes, uh, not as bad as it is over here in Fishtown, okay? <laughs> Seriously. Uh, Fishtown has its own accent. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, I would say even... That's the Fishtown accent. Oh, yeah, the, the little girl Amber that lived on our block, yeah. Yeah, and her mom just constantly was like, Amber, get off the street! <laughs> Amber! Yeah, but you know when our house got broken to, into, who was out in the street with us, comforting us? Amber's mom. Oh, no. Did Amber, Amber live on Amber Street? No, Amber lived oh. on Oxford. Damn, that would have been crazy. Um, I'm just joking my act about Amber. What? It's, um, I always tell people, like, if you ever want to upset a woman, just go, excuse me, what's your name again? Amber, is it? I'm sorry. You just look like an Amber. Even if that woman's name is Amber, she's going to be upset because no woman wants to go through life knowing that she looks like an Amber. Why? Wait, I don't get it. No one wants to Try look like an Amber? No. Oh, like my like one of my good friends, her name's Amber. Her middle name's Dawn. Yeah. Her name's Amber Dawn. She, she, she loves her name. Uh, yeah, she does. She knows it sounds like a stripper's name. Okay, okay. But she loves <laughs> That's Amber what I'm alluding to. <laughs> um, yeah, I would go, I think, though, just a little critique. Uh, what about, like, Crystal? Oh, it's just, oh, sometimes, depending on the room that I play, I yeah, just yeah. change it out yeah. with Crystal. Oh, I thought you were Amber. It's it's and it's you gotta be, like, Amber. White, white strippers are stones, and then black strippers are liquor. Oh, shit. Yeah. Huh. Amber and Crystal, Midori and Alize. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, okay. All right. Cool. Well, I wouldn't know that because I don't go to strip clubs. Yeah. Everyone should do it once. All right. Once. I did go. I did go once. I did go once. A few times, actually. You're in Philly? Yeah. I actually, I went to the Gold Club. Have you ever been to the Gold Club? Oh, it used to be called The Office? Maybe it used to be called the office. Around I don't the street know. from the. It's in an alley. The alley around the street, from, uh, around the corner from the Applebee's. Yes. Yeah, it used to be called the office. That's when oh. I went. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, I really loved it there. I actually saw uh, a show where a stripper did a foam shower strip dance. It was wow. epic. You got a much better show. Than I was like, <laughs> holy shit! She has like a shower head out here. 
with foam coming out of it, bathing her body. It was amazing. That's the opposite of my experience. My experience was this woman comes out, blue jeans, red cardigan. She dances around lazily to like some rap rock song. Didn't take her clothes off once and leaves. (gasps) What? Yeah, I was like... That was actually pretty impressive uh, that you, like, yeah. Not only did that happen, but then, like, all the other strippers who were servers were, were pretty much just wearing thongs and bras. Yeah. And uh, and we talked about uh, how to shave uh, your privates because I honestly was really impressed with how baby smooth their bikini areas were. Mm. And I was like, oh, do you guys wax? Like, this looks great. And uh, she, the girl told me that she actually just uses a big... Yeah, she just shaves. And I was like, that's incredible. I uh, How many razor heads? That's the way. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I, I should have went and got more five, details. Five, but five. Um, I once read in a magazine, it was like a, it was like a, I like an industry magazine, I guess. That's what it seemed like. Uh-huh. But um, it was like about that and um, just like a Mach 3 razor dry is the best way to shave it. Oh, shit. Well, I've seen your pussy, and obviously you didn't take that advice. You didn't. Um, you didn't heed that advice. Whoa. Yeah. Damn, yeah. You know, I'm just saying, maybe you should have listened to the article you read. Or so, what are you saying? Is too hairy or too bumpy? It's bu- it's way too bumpy. Oh no. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Are there strip clubs in Delco? Are there strip clubs in Delco? Good question. I don't think so. I uh, I don't know of one. I because feel like people go down to the ones like on Delaware Avenue. Yeah, I mean, also, yeah, I mean, everyone went to Delaware Avenue. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I think that's everyone goes there. I mean, Delco's not that far outside the city. Yeah. But also, uh, where like, I'm from Lansdowne, and it's a dry uh, district, so there's no alcohol. So nothing like that's going to pop up there. Well, not in Lansdowne. Not in Lansdowne. In Lansdowne, it's only a square mile, which is stupid. Was the Vermont in a strip, like, was the Vermont in a strip club upstairs back in the day? I feel like it was, or there's, like, something shady like that about it. There's definitely prostitutes. Oh, well, I mean, are we... There's definitely prostitutes. That's... I mean, are prostitutes and strippers... It's a I guess it's sex it's, work. It's sex work. General. Yeah. In general. I just feel like uh, being a prostitute. Uh, I would have sex with a stripper you know. before a prostitute. Is that it? Really? Yeah. I mean. Well, then her job is not necessarily sex. I can see why that would seem more like uh, okay to somebody. Oh, see, did you see the way she said okay? Okay. Yeah, that's the Delco accent. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. Oh, I also back to accents. We're talking about strippers. Wait. Yeah. Long. We should not have done that. Yeah. I don't know how that happened. We need to save that for when yeah. we have Flappy the Clown back on. Anyway. <laughs> that guy uh, had a good accent. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, yeah. Flappy's from Virginia. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, Virginia accent, Southern accents. Yeah. Can't take him seriously. I laugh no. at him every time. <laughs> I hate to say it. I mean, yeah, Southern accents. Well, also, though, uh, interesting, when I went to New Orleans, uh, everyone's accent there was like Brooklyn. 
Oh. It's really weird. They have like a Brooklyn accent. People from New Orleans That's, living there. Yeah. It's not Actually, Southern. They have like those uh, Cajun accents where, where it's like French. And oh, those are cool. Stuff. Oh my God. Those are so hot. Also, uh, I had an ex-boyfriend who was from um, Atlanta, Georgia mm. and did not have an accent at all. But oh, his, yeah. his my dad My girlfriend's did. from uh, Georgia and she doesn't have an accent. Do it to her family? Yeah. They're also Jewish and from, <laughs> Ju- <laughs> from Georgia. So. Well, if you're Jewish, no matter where you move to, you can't get an accent. You could try. You just sound it's... like you're from New York. <laughs> yeah, you just sound like all Jewish people sound like they're from New York. Okay, we're going to have to apologize about that. Oh, no. Um, but it's fine because we have bunch of Israelis. your girlfriend's Jewish, so it's okay. Um, uh, oh, my God. Is this the fucking Beatles? Let's talk about the Liverpool accent. Liverpool, uh, Liverpool accent. I can't. I'm, I'm Paul McCartney. Oh, I'm yeah. from Liverpool. That's not bad. It's kind of like a sing-songy accent. Oh, it is like that. Yeah. I write all my songs That's in what the toilet. Sounds like this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cheers, mate. <laughs> you want to pop down the pub and have a point? Do you want a less popular band called Wings? Yeah, mate. Um, I actually just watched Love Actually this weekend for Christmas time. Oh shit, I saw that for the first time too. Two, uh, really? Yeah. I saw it in the theaters when it came out. I hated it. Oh, it's the worst movie. It's so fucking bad. <laughs> and like, it's like bad, it's a bad early 2000s movie. So and it's just yeah. aged even it's worse. It's a product of its time. It yeah. is, like, it is an, an early 2000 movie. Yeah. And it's British, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of but British accents. That's why accent. it's good, because people who are yeah. Anglophiles just want to hear accents. They don't give a fuck who it is. They want to hear a British accent yeah. and romantic comedy. Gold. That's mm-hmm. that's movie gold. You're Even if it's Renee Zellweger with a British accent, they don't care who it is. Oh, I saw that. I, I mean, for the longest time, I thought Renee Zellweger was actually British. <laughs> I had no idea. She looks like she would be. Oh, yeah. yeah. What? Whoa, what's that supposed to mean, Brain? Why? I don't know, but she does. Whatever. <laughs> why Why does she look no. British to you? I don't know. Oh, I think you why? know. It's her, she's extremely fair. White, squinty eyes, kind of puffy cheeks. Ruddy. Wait a minute. Ruddy good looks. Old in the face. Are you? <laughs> squinty eyes. Are you talking about me? No. It sounds like you're talking about me. You don't look anything like Renee Zellweger. Anyway, uh, thank God. <laughs> um, but wait, what was the accent I was trying to get to? Oh, with Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. So uh, I went and met my ex-boyfriend's family, and I was like, "Hey, how you doing? I'm bad. Nice to meet you." Blah blah. And the dad had this like really thick uh, Southern accent from Georgia, but he was like, "Slow down. I can't understand what you're saying. Why you talk so fast?" And, and like, he has this, and Southerners really do talk really fucking slow. I have this friend, Craig. He's one of my best friends. So dear to me. I have this, yeah, great guy. But, like, yeah, he's from Texas. And you gotta, like, if he drinks, you gotta wait, like, you know, forever in between sentences. You gotta wait, like, a full 30 seconds between each sentence. Yeah. So slow. 
but that's indicative to their. How often do you try to work in accents to, to your, your, all the time? Your jokes all the time. Like I because uh, people hear it, they automatically they laugh. They're like, oh, "Your voice sounds funny." <laughs> that's that's the way it works. Yeah, and uh, I'm black, so like I was doing that. I was like, "Yeah, it's like it's kind of a cheat." Really? I know. Well, that's why I usually take my clothes off when I to make people laugh. Yeah. It's a cheat. You do what you gotta do to make it work. Yeah. I'm not taking my clothes off tonight, though. All right. I'm doing this new performance art se series <laughs> you don't have the right called <laughs> called uh, Not Nude Performance. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's, I'm excited. It's, yeah, it's gonna be great. Uh, it's I wish you'd be here art. every month, actually. <laughs> I know, I haven't been here in forever. Yeah. Like five I want, you, I want you to freak out some weird sisters. I know. Well, the first time I came out, Marine, to Monkey Club, I like, first off, I did like stand up being like a female stand up comic. And I told like a bunch of inappropriate like dick jokes and was like, I went on a date and I, the guy wanted me to suck his dick. And I was like, I don't, I don't suck dick. Like it was like really bad. And then I lifted my skirt up over my head oh, and was screamed. There. That was here. It was it was at the Monkey Club here where we're at. And you lifted you lifted your skirt up. And I wasn't wearing any underwear, and I had a completely shaved pussy, and I screamed at the top of my lungs. And then oh wait, did I did I also cut holes in my shirt? Yeah, you cut holes. In your I cut shirt. holes in my shirt, and my boobs were out. Oh, is that like a thing for Mean Girls? Shut up! <laughs> I hate Tina Fey. There is no influence from But no, but from no Tina it was Fey. amazing. Like, yeah, Maureen, it was amazing. Like, and some of those guys haven't been the same since. No. Actually, there was a Facebook thread about it after the show uh, saying that women shouldn't feel safe coming to the show because of me showing my yeah, shaved pussy. Yeah, <laughs> And Bad. actually, one, one girl came up to me after the show, and she was like, I, I felt like... Uh, I was afraid. Wait, what did she say? I feared uh, for your safety. I feared yeah. for your safety. Well, I think that's been, you know what? I think that's important because yeah, it sucks to hear that, but like that's how women feel. They're afraid to show their pussies. Yeah, because and their tits. It's like, gonna get descended upon like a fucking. I don't know. Especially in a room full of cis white males. Well, that's what I'm, like, I, thinking. Yeah. You should take off all your clothes attacked, except for like a firearm. Oh, you good know, point. Men can't control themselves, too. It's very sucks. It's I could be, like, society. um, there's a NRA uh, viral uh, photo on Twitter now, and it's this girl in this, like, sequin uh, bathing oh, yeah, suit wearing know, heels yeah. and a uh -huh. giant machine gun, and she looks horrible. Yeah, <laughs> like, she does. It's bad. She needs, she needs a tan. So bad. But yeah, you gotta check it out. I think because of like whatever in the fucking filter that was used, she like her skin looks all doughy like on her upper thighs, and it's not flattering. Yeah, I think. Um, and then, but she is she the one who like kills elephants and shit? Like, is she the hunter, um, white I bitch for like the NRA? A big fucking gun advocate. She's like an she's an asshole. And her really hair's really long, like she's like uh, a Mormon. You know how Mormons have that really um, long blonde hair? Yeah, that's she looks inbred. Have you seen oh it? God, wow. no, it's for the NRA. This brought up too many images. I don't know if I It's called, I think officially the campaign's called <laughs> Guns and Heels. 
That's literally the official name of the, the campaign. That's also that's like an Andy Sedaris movie. Um, but you're right, Deshawnbe. I'll do that the next time. I'll do an NRA standup. Oh yeah. In a bathing suit with a gun. Oh my god! Imagine like you know a the, fake gun, a fake one. I don't one. know. I don't know if it should. Be I have good. really good fake ones. I oh, I have an arsenal ready to go. Don't I, Marie? Marie knows all about Would my Delco fake guns. Would Delco be a good place to get a gun? Yeah. Uh, a lot of big stuff. Delco is a good place to get a gun, I believe. Oh, I'm sure you can, yeah. I'm, I don't know where any of the gun shops are. I mean, I know there's a gun shop on 10th and Spring Garden. That's I don't know about gun shop. Is this... Oh, no. no this is... Not. That's not it. That's just funny. I'm sorry. Oh, I did not see it. I'll find hold it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Big. So, Maureen, we're actually looking through my phone to find this Guns and Heels photo. I mean, my parents live in Delaware County, and you can hear, like, they're in, in like, media. And if you stand in the backyard on, like, a Sunday, you can hear both gun ranges that are on either side of their house. Did you live in a like, gun household? Definitely big in Delaware County. Maureen did not live in a gun household. Okay. Uh, I did. And uh, I could still smell the gun cleaner from every Sunday at my house. My dad always had I his guns out. wouldn't imagine someone named Declan would have a gun. My dad's, my dad's actually German, and his name is George. Okay. Yeah. Heinle is German. Oh. Yeah, I'm Irish and German like every other white person on the East Coast. Mm. Um, we are like straight, yeah. yeah, straight down the middle, Irish oh, and German. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think your dad's the first person that ever showed me a gun in real life, Beth. Ooh, what was the gun? I remember that too. And so I was terrified. She was no, she was flirting with my dad when oh. he was showing her the gun. It was disturbing. Oh, no, I was terrified. It was like some American. He's German and Irish. That's pretty hot. It was some American beauty shit. Oh, no. It was gross. No, so cool. I was terrified. And then he told you that you should have sex for fun and not for love, and you were like, "You're right, George." And I was like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Are you sure you don't want to edit this? <laughs> no, I hate. This is why I hate my father. Yeah, I hope you never hooked up with my dad. I would no. not be your friend. Oh no, this Are is when two hosts no of double falls apart. What? My dad's kind of hot. I mean, no, not now, but I feel like he was an okay-looking older dude. No, I just wanted like. He kind of looked like Saddam Hussein, actually. That guy's hot. What? That's the sad thing about that guy. He was kind of hot. Yeah, Saddam, Saddam Hussein was kind of hot. Yeah. yeah. I hate when horrible uh, people are good looking. You didn't think that, like, thick black mustache wasn't, uh, didn't turn you on? You didn't imagine that? Passing over your pri private lady parts? He was so hot, they made all those mosaics about him. <laughs> those statues? Um, hold on. I'm trying to go to my Twitter now so I could just get up here. Are you still there, Maureen? Yeah. Marine, do um, what accent should we make Marine do next? Um, British. Marine, do a British accent. Good British accent. I've got a British accent, but nothing to say with it. Oh. Uh, do uh, Monty Python. Um. Oh wait. <laughs> Come on, you know Monty Python. Nice. 
Which one do you think is that you're the best at? I don't. I don't think I'm very good at any accent. Mm. Just my own. God, where? I mean, this is kind of an example of obnoxious, like white women holding guns wearing heels. Oh yes, that happens on Tinder and OkCupid. Um, but this like recent one, like she looks like a little girl. Ew. Okay, never mind. Maybe I don't know. Oh, you were you were wanting me to show you this because you thought oh, it was gonna be hot. No, no. I'm glad you're looking it up on your phone. Don't look it up on my phone. <laughs> yeah, you you don't want Google thinking you're into that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Marine, don't laugh at my jokes. Ooh. Marine, don't laugh at my jokes. No problem. Um. Always forced anyway. Uh, Marine, can you do a uh, Chinese accent for, from uh, oh, t- oh, uh, no. Beijing? Beijing. Oh, oh, so Beijing. Oh, so. No, sorry, that was Mandarin. Oh, that was that was definitely Mandarin. Um, Marine, do uh, a German accent. This should be easy for you. Wow, wow! Why did you have to take it to the most offensive That's spot? That's a shame. They gotta live with. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, German. Give me just for a little bit of background. I just got done watching the third season of Preacher, so wow. The oh, third shit. season of Preacher? Yeah, I think it's the third season. What is that? Um, it's, it's really good. It's on FX. It's about this guy who's a preacher who gets like a power from heaven, basically. Yeah, he's got like the voice and, of God. Like, the church is kind of, yeah. It's, it's he, when he speaks, like, his power is that whatever he does, like, the person just does it. But then, like, this church group is after it and you know like there's all this stuff that happens uh does he have an accent oh he's uh, a southern preacher isn't he southern accent and it's pretty sexy Ooh, sexy accent the guy that plays the vampire Gilden. yeah, yeah that guy he's got an irish accent right yeah he but does. like he's irish. yeah but he's actually scottish doing an irish accent which makes it weird uh, this past uh, week, I watched, uh, I try to watch it at least once a year, the pilot episode of Miami Vice, and okay. Tubbs does uh, the worst Jamaican accent <laughs> I have, you will ever hear, Tubbs. Michael Thomas. Oh, it's, yeah. <laughs> but, like, uh, he's, like, trying to do coke deals. He's like, what's your mom, mom? Like, and I was like, how did this guy not he get... get away with him because he was black 80s hot. He was black 80s hot, yeah. so I guess, like, in Miami, Florida, like, trying to do a Coke deal, you were like, okay, mom. And then, oh, there was the Cuban, there was Cuban <laughs> accents. Oh, here's an accent that's very <laughs> offensive. Is what's the deal with Coco, Al Pacino Coco doing any what's accent? My, what's that? Al Pacino doing any accent. Is like, racist? Scarface? He's doing his Cuban <laughs> accent. What you talking? I can't even. What you talking about? He's so what you? Bad. Say hello to my little friend. Hello. I, uh, what did you say, Marine? I said, how about just anyone ever doing a Cuban accent is racist. What about Cubans? Yeah. It's just doing that. Doing the accent. Like, Lucy, you got some explaining to do. 
We'll see. Oh, well, uh, Ricky Ricardo he was, was Cuban. He was Cuban right? But let's talk about Jim Carrey doing saying. the Cuban Pete song in the mask. No, oh, yeah. I'm being really My name is Cool Bumpy. <laughs> that that was a really bad accent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it was very. <laughs> Or what about what about Speedy Gonzalez from Looney Tunes? Andale, andale, andale. That was a Mexican mouse. That yeah. is a breed yeah. of mouse from Tijuana. That is, yeah, so they're very accurate. Well, yeah, but do you think the guy doing his accent was a Mexican? They flew him in. Oh, really? You're not kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> but they flew him. <laughs> They just turn up the music. I think they want us to stop talking. They're like, oh, excuse me, we don't know how to say on the line. Arriba, 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 andale. We need to say faster, faster, and the on line. All right, you know what? The music just got really loud in here. Yeah, you guys have to go. Thanks, Julia. You guys have to go do your performances. Um, yeah, also, I'm not signing up first. Oh, no, don't. I'm going to wait. I'm no, gonna wait. really. You got to like, yeah. Um, I want everybody to see you. But in any case, I think uh, we covered a lot about accents. I don't know what else to say about accents. I actually want to say something. Yeah, Regional accents, course credit, send this to your teacher, listen, write an essay paper, get an A. Get an A. Okay. Okay, Tishambe, what were your closing thoughts? My closing thoughts are don't change your accent. That's what makes us all special. We can't all sound like the same goddamn person. Thank you, I love that. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I do have to say, Cincinnati really changed me, <laughs> and I can't say water anymore. Like, I have to say water, and it's to a point I literally they ruined it for me. But I still say water ice. Like, I'll, I'll never say oh, water ice. Yeah, it's water that's, ice. that's the dish that yeah. is being served. It's water a water ice. ice. I will never not say water ice. But I've been ruined by Cincinnati, Ohio, and I cannot say water anymore. I say water. Maureen, do you have any closing statements? We can't really hear you, but do you have any closing statements? Um, I would just like to say that I'm sorry for all the racist access I did during this podcast <laughs> time. Wow, Maureen. You know what? You need to save that for the apology section, okay? We really... <laughs> I do. I don't accept your apology. <laughs> Bad timing. It's you know what it is. What they say about saying sorry. It's all about the timing. <laughs> okay, Marine. Um, we're gonna go to Shambi. Yeah. Who's gonna do a, a show and host a comedy show? And I'm gonna do stand up. And Marine, you're gonna be at home missing out. Yeah, I'm going to be sleeping up for, up for work tomorrow. Okay. It's nice to finally meet you through this. It was nice to finally interact and talk with you. I have to meet you in real life. Yeah, you do have to meet her. You should come to the next open mic. Yeah. I, I probably will. I would like to. Okay. Awesome. All right. All right. Bye. Well, you Peace out. Bye. You know one thing we didn't talk about? Um, Valley Girl accents. Oh, yeah. Because when I was doing my vagina performance, someone was like, oh, I love your valley girl accent, which I wasn't 
doing. I didn't know I was doing. It's the sound of stupidity. Oh my God! Do you think they were calling me stupid? That's what they were. They were like no, subtly I, calling no, me stupid. No, I think that they thought that you were. That's so funny. Preferred, yeah. Which I, because I wasn't trying. I mean, maybe I was overdoing it, and it came we're out. Trying to be subversive. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's I sound like a valley. Okay, well, um, uh, bye everyone. This is my Valley Girl accent, and um, Deshambe, thank you again. Thank you. Podcast. Do do Podcast. Two hoes. Two hoes. Four house on the hill. From Delco. Four house on the hill. Oh yeah, it's a four house on the hill. Two hoes. Don't roll your skirt too short. Everybody's gonna wanna be up in that shorts.